Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of the Take Control Podcast. You have Dario here. And Brandy. It's Kim. <laughs> Alright guys, so I don't know why it seems like we haven't recorded in a while. I know, because we're on track. Are we? Mm-hmm. Huh. Last month was the second Monday and then this one too. Yeah. Is this the second Monday? Yeah, because the first was the sixth. Oh. Huh. Time is just moving, y'all. It's just moving. Like, mm-hmm. I just... I don't know. The time change got me messed up. I will say that because I'm so sleepy. I'm sleepy, but it's because I'm going to be working a total of 10 days because I didn't have a break in between job changing. And last week at my other job was very mentally and emotionally exhausting. Mm. Well, congrats on you starting your new job today. Thanks, friend. Yeah. Um. So what's been going on with you? Um, I went to Youngstown this past weekend for my sister's baby shower. Oh, it was a good time. She looked beautiful. Um, work has been okay. Uh, other than that, nothing really. Mm. Staying to myself mm-hmm. and trying to get some things in order to get some things going. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. I felt that. Cause same here. Because I don't know which direction I'm going right now. But I'm just, you know. Trucking along. Just keep going, you know. I'll just play. Like, hey, God, it's me again, you know. Just keep swimming. I know. You know what I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you know that I know that you know that I know that we know what's going on. Just, you know. Um, let's shake this. Let's make some things shake. Right. <laughs> um. Okay, so. Before I jump into our current events, make sure you guys follow us on social media. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Twitter is Take Control Pod. And you can email us at Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. All right. So the first current event I want to talk about is um, there's been the topic that I've been seeing about the dismissal of black women on reality TV dating shows. Um I don't know if you guys watched it, but for example, there's a show on Netflix called The Perfect Match that just came out. And if you don't watch stuff like that, then you won't know. But if you just want a little background, so like The Perfect Match is basically like they took all of these people from all of these previous reality shows like Love is Blind. Um, I think there's some people from like Love Island. There's just different shows that they've been on, The Mole. And then they brought them on this dating show to find their quote-unquote perfect match it's hosted by nick lachey who also does the love is blind mm-hmm. and everyone was upset because they brought these two black women on their beautiful black women successful black women from the show selling tampa that's also on netflix and they basically like kind of got screwed over in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinion, because for one, they put them on these shows with, of course there was other black males, but they, they're known to prefer white women. And so they're looking at these black women like, oh, strong black queen, but you know, let me pass you on to the other black man because I'm, I want to talk to this white girl type shit. Uh-uh. So it was like, you didn't even put people on there that's like in their league or that they will be interested to interested in and the people that did pick them they kind of were just like use them to stay in the house until they found somebody else wow. 
And a lot of people were mad about it. Wow. I know, um, what's the show? Big Brother. There was a black, I know like a few months back, there was a lot circulating about the black woman on the show. And I think she ended up winning. I think her name was like Jessica or something like that. But they were talking about like the colorism and racism that was displayed on that show. um, And them coming against her and like trying to paint her as like a angry black woman because she was so good at what she did Mm -hmm. on the show. So I've kind of heard it. I don't like, I did watch the other show that Nick Lachey hosted, not this one. Love is Blind. Blind. I did Mm -hmm. watch that. Um, but I haven't watched this new one, but I hear about it and I just, it's crazy like to see it in reality TV like that because Mm -hmm. you got like different ends of the spectrum, like a love and hip hop where the cast is all black, but then it's like a whole bunch of drama and mess. And then you have these other shows and then you see like black women being isolated and kind of kicked out and overlooked and pushed to the side. And it's like, okay, get, I I know it's scripted, you know, but like get some black men on the show who are interested in black women or, you know, white men who are interested in black women or like, you know, you need like all shades and just, yeah, it's, it's It's a a joke to be honest. And I feel like they should have did it with some people that were really looking for love versus these people that you were bringing from these other reality shows Mm -hmm. who most of them already have relationships outside of the show and was just doing it for clout more clout or money or you know stuff like that and i'm just like it was just very cringy to yeah. watch you know these black women going here and the, the pickings were super slim like the less than slim mm-hmm. like it was just terrible it was terrible and but you know and what's the name of the show again perfect match perfect match i'm gonna mm-hmm. have to watch it yeah interesting but you know that's neither here nor there. Okay, so next. Um, I've been seeing some little weird shit going on on TikTok about rose parties. Rose part Like the vibrator? Yes. Bro, parties? Yes. Like... And it's sickening. And I really hope people aren't really wait, out here doing this. Wait, yeah. you mean like, like, let's all, like, like the reps that come and show you vibrators like and show sex you how to use them? Like toy Like, let's use them. No, open. no, no. This Bitches' girl, legs open all together in a room. Just. This girl was talking about we bringing our toys and we going to use them type shit. Like, on each other? I See, it wasn't very clear because she said it started off as a joke, but people were actually interested. So she started like she made a whole event out of it. It's supposed to be in Atlanta. Of course. Or it Texas is. or one of those two oh. or something like that. Or she's going to do one in both or something. Some weird shit. I almost threw crazy shade to Atlanta, but I'm sure. And I was just like, what the fuck? That like that's disgusting. Can you imagine coming to your homegirl's house and everybody <laughs> just legs busted <laughs> open, just I'm you so walk confused. in and everybody just on the floor. I gotta find the video of the of the girl that was putting it on TikTok. Cause she, that's kind of it, it's awkward. Like it's a party and like we're all just kind of sitting here like, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But like. I mean, I guess I could get, like, I guess if y'all are using them on each other, then it's like a big orgy, which, <laughs> that's too weird. But then that's not your friend, bro, because I wish I but could. But it wasn't a stranger, too, she, which she makes just it. just made a video on TikTok. Oh, people just show up. And people were just, she said that, she said to start off as a joke, but a lot of people were hitting her up and was interested, and so she made it a real event. Bro, who would, okay, okay. I can't say that because that sounds like judging somebody, but imagine, like. I'm judging because you. That means you want to be around other people while you're masturbating. Which some people find pleasure in them. I'm not here to kink shame. Let me say that. So like, it, it's it, enough for me. 
<laughs> people like to watch and people like to be watched. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of random. Like it seems like it's almost like a clickbait kind of thing. Like, oh, I want to get my likes up on TikTok or something, or mm-hmm. my views up on TikTok because it, it just in my mind it don't really make sense. So like, I'm going to pay to come with my own stuff and pleasure myself in front of other people as they're. It, it's just weird. Bro, all weird. I'm thinking about is that it stinks. <laughs> it's, it stinks. <laughs> all i'm saying is don't bring that shit here not to columbus ohio people will sign up but too. y'all know we have a um a place here for what yes, place <laughs> um what it like a sex club sex? that's like what where jeffrey Dahmer was going type shit <laughs> No, that was just a regular club, like an actual sex club, no, like where people can go and have sex. And, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they got some weird shit like that here, but like, I don't want to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just traumatized. It's, yeah, it's called a when you like walk through the rooms and there's people in different rooms like that. Yeah, and you can like participate in yeah. It's but okay. The world is so perverted. I know y'all probably like Brandy. Brandy, you been <laughs> going so. on? No, I haven't been, but I do know about it. It's on the west side somewhere, which just of course. Turn me off. Like, no, thank you. But um, yeah, so I mean, that's why I'm like, it's not really like my first time hearing about something like this, but like the yeah. way it was presented just seems it's weird. weird. Definitely weird. my first time hearing about it, and I I thought that those type of places existed, but. Right, but it's not really you yeah. know put out or there. Or like, like when they talk about private clubs, I'm like, oh, that just means like men hiding, six year old men hiding from their wives, saying they're at a business meeting, just sugar daddying it up with twenty year olds. I yeah. don't know, but no, I didn't know there was no like, ew, my dad probably goes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that just really blew my mind. Or that's where he probably. That's wild. No, because that's probably where he finds me. Because my dad is trifling. Like, <sighs> I know a girl. That's your dad talk to, and I hate her goods. <laughs> I don't hate her goods. That is dislike She was like, I know this old guy. He showed one of our friends, and we know who the girl is, so we was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm not sure. And the girl is known to, like, date, like, older men for That's money so and nasty. Stuff. Mind y'all, backstory, my dad will be 69 <laughs> in July, and his age range is, like, for dating women. Well, let's just start here. My parents are 16 years apart. Mom got married at 21. Dad was 37, but he looked like he was probably like 30. He looks really good, but um, he's 69 years old, and his age range for dating women is like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like the minimum age is probably like 32 or three, and the the or I'm sorry, max age, and the minimum is probably like, probably like bleh, probably younger than me, probably like 24. <laughs> The fact that Kim don't never stop herself and be like, should I not say this on air? I don't care about my dad's business. Don't nobody care about him like that. Oh, my God. I'm weak. Oh, Jesus. It's so good. Okay, so I know y'all been seeing the stories about the shenanigans going on in Mexico, the people getting kidnapped, people dying, the cartel. Kim, where do you be at? In hell. You just be in your own little world because it's not like you don't be on social media. But right. you did. Come on. Kim, get on, post her stuff and get off. Right. I really do. I watch your stories and then dip. <laughs> okay, so Kim, long story short, a group of friends went to Mexico from, I think it was either North or South Carolina. They drove. 
one of the friends was supposed to be getting initially they said a tummy tuck now their story is circulating saying a bbl but anyway when they got to the mexico side of the border there was like a little town that they went through that was known for like the cartel and they're not being they're not very friendly to tourists like you're actually mm. a target and so a van pulled out on them basically they got them <clears throat> getting kidnapped on videotape and then two of the four friends ended up dead mm-hmm. and the other one's critically injured mm-hmm. Jesus. um they said that they started saying that they thought that they were haitian smugglers trying to smuggle drugs and then the cartel put out a statement saying that it was a case of mistaken identity and they were turning over the people who kidnapped oh, and killed these statements. people yeah the cartel mm-hmm. what yeah wait where's so if two are dead one's critically injured where's the other one no, two were injured and two were dead. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And this is not the first. So, like, before I went to Cancun, which let me fix, correct myself, because last show, <laughs> I keep getting Cancun and Puerto Rico mixed up. So, depending on the day, I might be in, I probably went to Puerto Rico <laughs> or I might went to Cancun. I went to Cancun. And before I left, you know, I'm scrolling on TikTok and I see people on there saying how, like, don't go to Mexico or stay in like the tourist areas, like mm. stay on the resorts. Because if you go in certain areas, <laughs> the cartel are kidnapping people and people were just telling their story what? about how they got kidnapped and all this other crazy mm-hmm. shit. Like it's going down. So obviously stuff. they gave them back, like they kidnap and then people are telling stories about what happened. Some people get away. That's crazy. Yeah. They updated the travel advisory list. And so, like, Mexico's on there. Somalia's on there. There's some other places that are on there. It's just, like, places where you shouldn't travel as an American tourist. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, is, like, just like we was just talking off air, like, you got to do your research when you travel out of the country because our stuff our rules our regulations our government none of that applies in some of these places Mm -hmm. so like that's what i'm saying like the fact that the cartel could put out a statement and say hey we're handing these people over to y'all like that shows you that like the mexican government has no control over there it's Mm -hmm. really ran by the cartel so it's just like for women or just people in general like when you're going to these places to get these different procedures done or just whatever the case may be even if you're just traveling for leisure like it's good to know the laws just like the situation with Brittany Griner like Mm -hmm. who knew a vape could be you know 10 years in jail like they and you know most countries they don't mess with us like that so like gotta be careful so when the cartel puts out statements like they dead ass like is it how much out of word this? You know how some people do like anonymous stuff, like, or do they have like a dude that appears no. and is like, I'm part of the No, cartel. it was a written statement. They basically was like saying it is <clears throat> it is of their policy, for lack of a better term, <laughs> that they don't harm innocent people. Like that they don't harm wow. civilians. But again, they were saying that they thought these people were Haitian smugglers, which is They lying like thugs. Yeah, a little skeptical to me, but um, yeah, they basically was like, we going to hand them over to y'all. That's so. crazy. Yeah. Wow. That type of stuff just intrigues me. Like, because you always hear about that type of stuff. And it's crazy to me that, that like that exists and they're still able to just exist and do what they do. And I'm like, that that's not only the Mexican government, but that to me is like, y'all got cahoots with like our government, too. Yeah. Because ain't no fucking way. It's a numbers game, though. It's a power game. It's yeah. a money game. 
you know, so. A lot of these countries are corrupt. Yeah, yeah they which are. Which is why I was telling you I'm so nervous about my upcoming trip because it's just like to be a woman yeah. and going yeah. to a new place that I'm not like from. Overseas, I don't even yeah. look like I'm from. Like, yeah. it's so scary. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's. You got some strength, girl, but obviously we're going to pray for you and you'll be fine. But yeah. I just, and like Brandy said, just read up on rules, you know, move smart as, not even as a woman, but as a person and someone, you know, that's not from, um, or that's from America, I guess I should say. But it's, that stuff also intrigues me though, because my dad is a history major. So like, all he does is talk about the government and like the slick, sly ways that people are like you know, taking advantage and using it because like you said, it's a numbers game. You you throw yeah. one dirty person mm-hmm. the right amount and he got four different people sitting behind him that go, oh, okay, I want in. Yeah. And it just it really is a numbers game and they play with people's lives all day every day. Like yeah. it's crazy. And probably like a good idea, turn your your voice text on. So mm-hmm. then that way like when they're not speaking English, like you can pull it up on your text and then translate it to English just so you know like what's being said. How do you do that? Um, There's a little so option like, that says translate. Yeah, when uh, you talk, and then like hold it down. Yeah, translate. it's really cool. So like type like if you type hey, just type the word hey, mm-hmm. and then highlight the whole word, mm-hmm. and it'll say translate, translate, copy, cut, paste, all of that, and you can translate it to whatever language oh. you want it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Nice to know. Yeah. I saw some other shit on TikTok that I'm going to show y'all later, but it's like this video and it's basically like something in your settings where you can go and set it up to where like if something happens on your phone, you could put like, I don't know, say a phrase and then it'll text a person, call up. Yeah. Mm. So I'm going to find it and forward it to y'all just so y'all can know how to do that. We got to stay safe out here. For real. Which reminds me, I need to get a ring camera and stuff. Yeah, you do. I'll get you one. Sure. I need to get one too. I'll get um, you one. Oh my god, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'll get y'all one. I know you're not. It's just so funny. <laughs> you get a car. You get a car. You do. She's so serious. I'm dead ass. I'll get them for you. Um <clears throat> So, um, I've been seeing a lot of these like teacher scandals going on. And lately it's been a lot of females and that shit. Don't just not sit right in my spirit. Like, I don't know what's going on with the teachers if they recruiting <laughs> weirdos or something. But let me tell you something. <laughs> I am ready to die behind my kids. Okay. Yeah. So if I ever come across any weird shit like that, I'm going to fucking jail. Okay. See, I did see that part because they was going the internet <laughs> up. About them teachers. And the thing is, is I don't ever think it's not been like a balance between men and women predators. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just they, men, get men are what's at the forefront. Right. And so for me, it's just like, I just, I don't think I want kids. Like I just, I my anxiety behind like what can happen to my kids when they're not <clears throat> in my house is just like wild to me. Because again, as a grown woman. What could a 13 year old possibly do? Like, I don't even think, like, not to be like super explicit, but I don't even think a 13 year old's penis is like fully grown to where it could really like penetrate to the point where you could feel it. Right. So, like, what are we talking about here? Like, what is the. It, it's just really crazy. I to really, me. I, I don't get it. I don't know what's. 
I would love I'm a big documentary person like yeah. I would love for him to make like a surviving teachers documentary or something so we, I can hear their side because I really want to know what is it doing for you yeah I, I, that's actually true that's intriguing to me too because it's like are you are they only doing things to you are you doing things to them are you looking at them like do you think they're built like young adult men like and what? I don't, and it's probably not even like, cause I'm sure like our minds probably just, you think like the sexual aspect, right? Mm-hmm. But it's probably so much more to that. And it's probably so layered. Like it's a very layered conversation because I'm sure these kids are being groomed. I'm sure they're being manipulated. I'm sure they're being, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just a number of things and it's just very un- unfortunate. And little boys are not taught that like, this is a problem. You know right. what I mean? Like the little boys probably are like they think it's cool they think it's you know what i mean and yeah. that's very sad not understanding like it, it's it's alarming how many men if you sit down and have a conversation with them they'll say they lost their virginity around 11 or 12 or 13 mm-hmm. and it was with like a babysitter yeah mm-hmm. it's like or a family. friend my sister's mm-hmm. friend or mm-hmm. a cousin or like it, it's crazy and they don't even it's just normal like yeah. like i literally had that conversation with somebody and he said it he was 12 and it was his babysitter and i was just like I had a similar conversation, but he said it was his older sibling's, like, best girlfriend. And I'm like, you don't... in his room. You don't realize, like, you don't realize, like, that's That's rape. rape. That's sick. Yeah. Like, even if you, like, your body's natural reaction is to get an erection. But, like, at 12... Yeah, that's literally rape. That's rape. I wonder why predators don't just get with other predators. (laughs) I know, right? I've said that about like rapists. Like, why don't you? Why aren't you? You guys like? <laughs> it sounds so like, wrong, but y'all know what I mean. Like, they target. Well, actually, to, you could almost answer the question. It's a sickness. Like, you they take um pride or like power in the fact that they're dominating somebody. Yeah, I was about to say, mm. rape isn't about sex. Rape is about control. Mm. So it's never really about the sexual act itself. It's mm-hmm. about the control. I do know that. And then like. I think you you can have the argument or the conversation around some something being chemically off, mm-hmm. um, you know, like or some kind of like mental condition or something as to why people are attracted to what they're attracted to. But it's but. like, what is causing this imbalance? And this is just, this is another reason why I do not want more kids because my kids already got ADHD, DDD, ODD, <laughs> BBB, all this other. Shut up! Oh my god. <laughs> I'm saying, like, y'all already got to deal with all this shit. And then to have a whole human being and they grow to be, like, a murderer or a rapist or, like, it's just a fucking lot. Like, the world is a lot. They give us shit food that kill us. Like, Mm. it's just so much stuff. Like, I can't... I can barely survive this earth on my own. I know. I have to raise two other human beings on top of myself. Like... You a trooper, girl. I always salute moms because what the hell... I'm, if you don't got no kids, don't yeah. don't get a dog. If if you that desperate, you you get a fucking dog. Don't do dog. that either. <laughs> I know, but like it's it's just better than having a whole human being. My dog is mama's little mistake down by the lake. <sighs> Girl, I, I don't regret him, but like it's a lot. We low key be duking it out sometimes. It's a like, lot of work. It really <laughs> is. So, yeah. anyways, yeah. Um, the teachers need it. They just. Just send the kids back to homeschool. But for real, ain't nothing happened when they was at home. This is sick. It's sick. That's just but nasty. that's the, that's the thing. It's hap- like it's parents. It's happening I mean, like, at home it's, too. Yeah. 
all yeah. you can really do is just like and i think about that sometimes school for some people yeah, school is an escape school mm-hmm. is a safe place yeah so i that, that the world came is out just a lot shit. when the pandemic happened because kids were like freaking out and obviously suicide rates went up and stuff because they couldn't leave their awful households yeah you know that, what I, mean? I remember like, that being a big conversation yeah and half the time like that's how they ate you know what I mean? That's how they got their joy, their laughter, That's their so peace. Sad. So it really is. The whole, like you said earlier, the whole freaking world is corrupt. I just like, wish I could make the world a better place. You know. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how I can get to Mars. I resolved in my spirit that like hmm. probably got to get off the planet or yeah, like something like that. Find a way to buy an island, something, and, and take a. Uh, just put our monies together. Yeah. You know? I'll move. Might as well. We don't need no ring camera out there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I had one more current event. Um, So the last one. Okay. Mm, This is a touchy subject for me. So I saw this post and this is not the first. This is only one of many that I've seen along these lines. And okay. So the guy says, I fixed my BMs. If y'all don't know what BM means, baby mama wash her today and i'm going to change her oil this week god please bless this woman with a man i beg someone says seems like she got one he said lol not even not even y'all tripping she says okay mr fixer upper baby daddy superman but not her man (laughs) he says my daughter lives there in the same home and that's the same car she used to drive her around i gotta do what i gotta do so you know me you know, I get up under the post and I'm a little typing away. And I just, I do not understand the issue with a man doing things for the mother of his child. Like, that does not mean they have to be together. That does not mean that they're doing anything. They're sleeping together. Like, I feel like the world just like has this idea that like people that have kids together that are no longer together have to hate each other. Right. And it's just like... I don't get it. And a lot of people were calling like women that were commenting stuff like that, like saying that they were insecure. And me and this one girl kind of went back and forth and she was just like, you know, I don't think it's fair that they're calling us insecure. But, you know, a lot of us are speaking off of like, um, you know, things we've been through and experienced. And I'm like, okay, I get it. But that's not everybody's situation. I feel like they put moms and dads in this box. And it's just like, because y'all have kids together or your mom or your dad, this is what y'all are. And that's, that's just it. And I don't think that's fair. You know, there's some times where, like, you know, me and my child's father, like, we have a friendship outside of just being parents. And, you know, it might be sometimes we're like, all right, you know, can you put some food in the house for me and the kids until I get paid? Or mm-hmm. can you wash them an extra day? Let's switch our days around. Like, we have to work together to make sure our kids are taken care of. And I don't get what the fuck is the problem with that. Yeah, I agree. And I can say that coming from, like, a divorced household. There's beauty in seeing people come together for their kids because a lot of people make the mistake of like they try to punish the adult Mm -hmm. when they're mad that they're not with them or they're mad that like whatever the drama is, they try to punish the adult, but not realizing that the the punishing is coming to the kid. Like, so an example in my household, like my mom would like, so they were, they split days, um, they split the week up. I think it was supposed to be Sunday through Wednesday was my dad and then thursday through saturday was my mom Mm -hmm. so every time my mom would call like hey i'm off work i'm about to come pick up the kids my dad would lie and say we were asleep 
because my brother wanted him to. And I'm like, now you are robbing me of the experience I needed for my mom because you wanted to lie and say we were sleeping. She's like, well, I'm not going to come bother them if they're sleeping then. So for me, it's kind of like the selfishness of other parents at times blows my mind that you don't realize as an adult that you're affecting the kids. So it's beautiful when they can come together as adults, you know, help each other out. Anything that's going to benefit your kid, you should not have a problem doing for anybody that's, in, you know, taking care over your kid. Whether that is your, your, you know, baby mom, baby dad, if it's the aunt and they have them for a weekend. Like, if your mom was watching them, you would go give them food. So why wouldn't you do it for the person that birthed your kid? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it's beautiful seeing people come together like that. Cause it does not happen often. Like... At all. Mm. Um, for me, I I agree. I agree. I think it's a it's a two sided conversation, and this might be an unpopular opinion. Um, I think all within reason, right? Right. I I do think that moms and dads, parents shouldn't be put in a box. Like at the end of the day, we're humans. There's always going to be a time when somebody needs help, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to, you know, ask or whatever the case may be. And I do think that as parents, you guys should be able to come together and help one another out um, for the sake of the kids, or just because you guys have a friendship, like you said, outside of parenting these two or one or human beings, you know. But I do think um, consistency. It how often that's happening is a thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like if you are calling the mother of your child every month to help you pay a bill, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I I would have questions about that. If I'm dating a man and he's like doing, and I don't have a a way to gauge it, but like if it seems like more often than not she needs your help with something pertaining to her household. I would ask, like, what's her financial situation? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is she struggling right now? Especially, like, if you... Because you do see both moms and dads where mm-hmm. you're you're needing help, but then you're out doing things that someone may question. Like, well, wait, you just needed money to do this and this and this, but you out doing X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it's all within reason because people, people will play the parent card and take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that it has to be a healthy balance. Again, everybody falls short. Everybody needs help. And I do think that two people should be able to come together to be able to make sure their children are straight. But, like, again, you got responsibilities here in your household. I got responsibilities here in my household. And I should be able to manage my household. You know what I mean? Yes, mm-hmm. there'll be times where I need help. Shit, as a single person with no kids, there's times where I need help. You know what I mean? But, like, I should be able to manage and make sure that this functions without having to call on somebody every single month. You know what I mean? Especially, like, if you have a a father who's getting child support or a mother who's getting child support. You know what I mean? Like, again, you got to be able to manage and maintain on your own. And then as things come about, sure, you know what I mean? Like, we can help. We can talk about that. But if it's excessive, to me, I, I don't know. Like I said, I would have questions. Yeah. I, would, I would just, I, I would. I would have questions. I'm not telling you not to do it one way or the other, but I would just wonder, like, what's going on. You mm. know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't agree with that. That's fair. Because there's just some people that just want to do because they just, like, it's taking weight off of your shoulder and I have the means to do it. So let me just do it. That's fair. Uh, that's fair, but if you were if you were dating a guy as a mom, if you were dating a man who had children, and every week the mom is calling about something, she needs something. 
I don't know. I feel like I'm a little biased. Like, I feel like maybe the older me would have an issue. But because I know, like, what it's like, mm. I don't think it would bother me. But I, it will be. Like you said, if it's like every week, then I might be like, mm, you know, she need to get in a better position. But, like, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. Like, I feel like I'm just a little biased. So, I don't want to say it will bother me or won't because I don't know. And yeah. everything is situational. Yeah. But, like, talking about it right here, right now, like, I just... I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Now, if it's putting a burden on him, then that's different. But if he voluntarily is just like... Volunteering is different. Then it's like, that's your choice. Yeah, volunteering volunteering is totally different. I get that. Like, I, I know somebody right now where they share children and, like, a parent is always calling about something mm-hmm. but doesn't do for the other two. Mm-hmm. Like, she more so is kind of attached to the one yeah and don't even care about the other two yeah you know what i mean or like again he has them often you know mm-hmm. what i mean just like was and i feel like men i will say this i do feel like men are scared to speak up and ask questions because you get threatened with child support or you get threatened with right, right, not right, seeing yeah. them or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. so i think like it can go either way where somebody will take advantage of the situation yeah right? you know what i mean like and that's yeah. that's what i'm going to question when somebody is clearly taking advantage of the situation uh, yeah, and I holding court that. over your head or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. then that's an issue for me mm-hmm. do i absolutely think that y'all should come together and be able to help one another out like him going over there to fix the washer absolutely your kids clothes got to be washed mm-hmm. the oil if, if you got the means to change the oil or know how to do it because you're a mechanic or whatever the case may be absolutely do that you know what i mean but especially especially with splitting time like i think it's a conversation to have because a lot of the time like i think i've shared this on the show i was dating a guy at one point who had a child and his daughter had everything she needed at his house you don't have to send her with clothes you don't have to send her with diapers Mm -hmm. you don't have to send her with anything she has a room here fully furnished she has Mm -hmm. everything that she needs so again I'm managing my household and making sure she has what she needs when she's here. Do is the same as yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it, like I, I said, it. it's, it's situational. Yeah, it's definitely situational. Yeah. yeah. And it can go either way. Like I said, it's not just moms. It's dads, too. That, right. You know what I mean? Right. So, it's like, it's just one of those things where it's just like, you can't take advantage of the situation. But I absolutely, I would hope that everybody has a partner that's willing to help them in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right, guys, that was a good discussion. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the topic for today is, are you the company that you keep? Hell yeah. Um, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I came across this man's video, and I want to share. I don't know how long it is. I don't think it's too long, but, like, I just want to share some of it so we can kind of see where I'm going with this or where I got it from. So. The other day they say, well, you know, those are my friends, but I'm not like them. You know, I mean, I hang out with them, you know, but, you know, I don't do what they do. You know, I'm not like them. And I thought about it. I'm like, you are the people you keep around you. You do you do know that. You know what I'm saying? I, I was explaining this to them. Like, it doesn't matter. If you're around somebody long enough, they're going to rub off on you. Like, that's just what it is. Think about if you're around somebody long enough, you start speaking like them. Y'all start having the same slang. You know what I mean? So you don't think that those same ideals that they have are not going to rub off on you? Like, we are in we, we are in times where we really have to protect our mental. You know what I'm saying? On a daily basis, we have to protect our mind. We have to protect our energies. If somebody is not like you, if they're not going where you're going, they need to get from around you. I can't talk to somebody every day, two times a week, three times a week even, 
if they're not on the same wavelength that I'm on. Okay, I'm going to pause that one there, and then there's a second one that I'm going to share. Sorry. Well, back in secondary school, I remember there was a friend of mine who was, like, very sexually active, like, quite early on. Mm. And for me, it's like, this is my friend. Like, I know her outside of, like, her sexuality, like, what she just, what she chooses to do with that. Yeah. So I just knew her heart. Like, I just, we were just mad cool. Like, extremely, extremely close, right? But everyone else around us, like, chose to not be very close to her because they were, you know, they knew what everybody else was saying, what the guys were saying, yeah. what the girls were saying. Also, we're young, like, we're in secondary school. And so, me, mind my business, I'm just like, it doesn't matter. Until one of, like, my older cousins, like, called me and was like, this babe that you're consistently with, like, are you doing the same thing as her? Like, is this yeah. what you're on as well? Like, you, and I'm like... Why would I be on that? Initially, yeah. like, my, my instant reaction was, why the hell would I be on that? That's not me. But then, like, you're with her 24-7. Yeah. How are you telling me she's not influencing or she's not impacting, like, the, you know, the way you view yourself or, like, the things that you're, the decisions that you're deciding to do? And I think that's when I probably became a little bit more conscious mm. of the kind of friends that I was around. Conscious, number one, but also accepting that just because you're around someone, a lot doesn't mean that you have to do exactly the same things that they're doing. Yeah. Okay. So those are the two videos that I saw which sparked the conversation that I want to start today. So I know a lot of people use the term like birds of a feather flock together, blah, blah, blah. And I just wanted to see like how you guys feel about that. Like, well, the first question would be, do you think like, are you the company that you keep? Like who you're around? Does it rub off on you? Are you, are you able to separate the two? Um, I believe that I'm able to separate the two, but I kind of feel what the English girl was saying, like the older you get, because I have lifelong friends that like, I'm going to be friends with them forever. But as we grew together, they just, they move differently than I do. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like my best friend and I are completely opposites and we, I probably see her less out of everybody else that I see, not intentionally, but we just, we literally move different. Mm -hmm. Like, so, um, I think the older I got, like maybe early 20s, because I've always been particular with my friends, like even when I was young, but early 20s was when I really was like, okay, like in order to keep my peace and elevate and grow, I have to get like-minded people around me. Obviously, nobody's going to be identical to you. People mm -hmm. still are going to choose things differently and do things differently. But in this age, outside of my friends that I've grown up with, I 100% surround myself around people that are like-minded or... Um, kind of same goals, values, morals as me. Mm -hmm. Again, if you thread away from that, that's not my business. Does it mean I'm going to cut you off? No, especially if it's not affecting me mm -hmm. as a person to grow. Um, I'm able to separate the two. I only have an issue, like I said, when it starts to cross a boundary um, and my life starts getting affected because then, like, I can't... I just don't function well in inconsistency or instability anyway because of my childhood. Mm hmm so if I feel like I have people in my life that are throwing that to me, I'll either, if it's somebody lifelong, I'll have to step back and we have that conversation of, okay, what's up? Um, but I don't know if that answered the question or not. Yes, I think it can be. I you think kind you of have... answered all of my questions all in one. But okay, just basically, do you just feel like if you hang around someone that you guys are basically going to end up acting like each other? Or, like, if you hang with someone, like the girl said, she was hanging with someone that, like, was a little out there, and people assumed that she was doing the same things, or that it's going to rub off on her. I think it's a choice for her to act the same way as her, but 
I do agree with like the slang and stuff. Like the longer you get around somebody, like you start to adapt a little bit of them. But it's a choice with those extremes. If you want to be like, oh, she didn't like that. Me too. Like that's when you kind of got to buck up and have your own sense of like sense of identity in person. Mm-hmm. I don't got to do it because she do. Now she like red wine. And I don't. I might try it. You know what I mean? But like I don't got to. There's certain moral compasses and, and boundaries that don't have to be crossed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think that for me, I think I've always been able to be really good about being aware of who I am in the company that I keep. But I do think that I, my friends' opinions have influenced my decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's certain things that like growing up my friends were just into and things that they were doing that I just didn't I just wasn't into it you know what I mean like y'all know I'm very introverted so like a lot of my friends they're more extroverted they love to go out they love to kick it I'm gonna come but you know that like I'm gonna be the one chilling you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna be doing a lot of you know movement and all of that you know what I mean like or like um, I never really like was like peer pressured into anything like I, I feel like I was always pretty aware of like the choices that I made and the decisions that I made and if I didn't want to do it I didn't mm-hmm. um but I do feel like when I've had conversations about what's going on in my life or like things that I wanted to do not just as it pertains to relationships but just things in general my friends opinions have influenced my decisions like because I'm I'm very like um I like peace. I want everybody to be happy. I don't necessarily think I'm a people pleaser, but like, I just like unity amongst things, right? So anything mm-hmm. that feels like dissension or chaos, like I want to try to fix it, right? Or like if I feel like um, I've hurt somebody's feelings or something like that, like I feel like I have to over explain like why I did what I did or said what I said or whatever the case may be. And so it's been like, we're times where my friends will be like, uh, I don't really know because, you know, da 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 or like that would really like hurt my feelings and da 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 and then that would influence a decision that I would make. Like, mm-hmm. so I feel like I've missed opportunities because I felt like I was going to have to leave somebody behind or like something like that. And so I think that has played a major part in like the whole birds of a feather kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I don't really, I I think all, we all have different things. Like we all have our different things and we don't all act the same as I'm thinking through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like for me, I do agree that I have been influenced. Um, but I don't think I necessarily like do things just because someone I'm hanging around does it. Like, for example, I'm going to take it back to my freshman year. Okay. Um, Went, started going to this new school, didn't really know anybody, made some friends with these girls, did not know, like, you know, their past or whatever, whatever. I remember one day they were talking about, like, oh, are you a virgin? And I'm like, yeah. And they laughing at me, like, ha, 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 And I'm like, what the fuck is funny? Yeah. Y'all fucking? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, damn. And it didn't make me, like, they were still my friends, but it didn't make me want to go, oh, well, I want to I wanna have sex because they're having sex. Like, no, fuck that. That's weird as fuck. Like, yeah. I fuck with y'all, but I don't fuck with that. Like, yeah. I'm not doing that. So, I think I've been able to, like, 
you know, kind of stand my ground on certain things or whatever. Um, and just did things because I wanted to, not because of other people. But I do, now that I'm older, I do see, like, you can hang around people you necessarily like. For example, like, if I go out with some friends and they drink. Not that I don't drink, but I don't want to drink like I used to. And I'll go with the intentions, like, I'm not getting fucked up. I'm not having more than two drinks. But then I'll be, like, peer pressure you, like, have another drink, have another drink. And then I'll have three or four. Like, damn. Like, so I think you can be easily influenced. But it's just all about you, like, just standing your ground on what you want to do. And if you don't want to do it, it's a no. Yeah. So I have been trying to be, like, which takes me to my next question. Um... Do you refuse to hang around a certain type of people? And I don't I don't want to say that I refuse because I've you know, I am totally judge free. Like you do what you do. I don't judge you, it is what it is. But I am trying to be more intentional about who I hang around the most. Like you have I feel like you have friends for different things. I've never had like a friend group. Mm-hmm. So I just have friends sprinkled around, but there are certain people that like I'm not hanging with you all the time because you want to go out. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to go to the club and I and I don't want to go just because like Brandy was saying you want to keep the peace. Like I don't I like things to be smooth and if it's five of us and majority want to go out, then I'm just going to go with the majority. But I don't want to do that anymore. I know where I stand. I know what makes me comfortable. And I don't want to be at the club, so I'm not going to go, you know? So certain stuff like that I have been more intentional about. So it's just like, if y'all want to go to dinner, cool, let's go to dinner, let's kick it. But if y'all trying to do other stuff outside that, I'm just not going to go. So it's not that I'm going to stop being friends with these people or refuse hanging out with them and stuff. But there's just certain things that I'm not going to be around for. And... That's where I'm at in life right now. So, I don't know if I necessarily refuse to be around a certain group of people or type of person, but I know and I can't, I would have to describe to the best of my ability, which I'm not going to waste time doing that. I know there's a certain type of person, I guess, if that makes sense, that I don't want around this company. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I can, I can like visually see like my friends of a friend that like, I'd be like, oh, like, I don't, I don't really like the the way that they move because they're mean to other people intentionally. Like they want to cause harm to other people intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my guy friends is friends with this guy that literally like abuses women. And I'm like, why are you, why are you around that person? It's like, it's business. And I'm like, that to me. I don't want to be that person, but to me, because I know him, I know he's not that way, but I'm like, now that's like you're associating with someone like that. So there's certain people for me that, again, I don't want to use the word refuse, but I, I do, I'm very careful with who I place myself around. I really am. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a mutual friend of a mutual friend that I just keep giving the runaround that wants to hang out with me because I don't want to be an asshole and be like, I don't like that you be fucking him in the club. <laughs> But I don't. You're nasty as fuck. Get away from me. Ew. You're great. I don't like that. Um, but yeah, I just, I know who my people are and why my people are my people. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to stay that way for the rest of my life. Um, refuse is such a strong word, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Um, I think that there's like, you know, if you're involved in illegal activities, I'm probably gonna choose not to be around you just because you know what I mean like I just feel like at this age 
I'm trying to lower the risk of anything mm-hmm. possibly happening to me as because I'm around somebody else who's involved in things that I'm not involved with. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe proximity is a better word. Like I may not refuse, but my proximity to you is going to be a little distant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like, you know, I can receive um, knowledge, you know, wisdom things from anybody you know what I mean just because our walks of life look different or you know you might think or act or you know just different from me that doesn't mean that I can't gain from you so yeah but like I said there are some groups of people that I'm you're not gonna see me with I'm just (laughs) being honest you know what I mean like I just mm -mm. yeah like so but that's more like a safety thing so Not saying, you know what I mean, I could walk out the house right now and something happened to me. But, like, I don't want to increase my chances. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, being out with a nigga that like to do drive-bys or something. I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to catch me in a trap house. Like, I just, you know, I'm it's just certain things. <laughs> yeah. I'll just be honest. Um, so, I kind of answer this question about judging people. Do you guys think you judge people, like, based on what they do? Sorry, I'm laughing at myself because I know you're not supposed to judge people. Kim is like, hell yeah, I judge. I'm really like, I'm such like a selfless, like, do what you do. The world is yours. Do whatever you want. Be what you want. But sometimes I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I'm judging the fuck out of you for it. Like, Rose Party, judge. I don't give a fuck, judge. (laughs) Like, but like, if you want to go blow your money, I'm not going to judge you on that. But some stuff I am like, bro. What the fuck? Like, yeah. So, um, I, <laughs> I don't think that I've ever said like, no, I'm not a judgmental person because I think anybody that says it is a fucking liar. There's some stuff that you're gonna be like, <laughs> but um, I don't think I'm judgmental for majority of things, but there are some things that are completely fucking off limits that every time I'm a judge, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not God, and I know I'm not, and it's not my place to judge others or decide what's appropriate for other people but I ain't gonna beat you I do sometimes sit back and be like what in the fuck is going on okay but is that okay language is important and I think we have a lot of like negative connotations around words right Mm -hmm. because I've said it on the show before I think I come off judgy but at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what you do. Like, yeah. I, to be completely honest, I, I don't really care. You know what I mean? But my mind needs to understand how we got from point A to point B to point C. Mm-hmm. So in my question asking, it's me trying to gain <clears throat> understanding to understand why you made a decision that you made. Mm-hmm. Because I, I would probably make a different choice. choice. But it's not, for me, it's not judgment because, again, your life, your choice, right. you do what you want to do. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, to be completely honest, I don't. So I, I don't think I judge people. I think I like to gain understanding. Yeah. See, I feel the same way as you. Where I would be like, "That's your fucking business," but I am sitting back here like, "What the fuck?" But yeah. again, it doesn't affect me because that's your business, your life, and you can do what you want. Yeah. But there's 
So I don't know if that's judging See, or not. But I in mean, my head, but is the, like, what the fuck? Does it, does, it, does that mean you're judging? Like, I don't know if that necessarily means it's judging. It just means that you, if you were in the same situation, you would make a different choice. Right. And if I see that shit, I'm walking away. Because I feel like judgy is more so like, okay, for example, you know how a lot of people be like, I don't want to hang with this bitch because she keeps taking this nigga back a hundred times. So you looking at her like she a stupid bitch. But it's just like, so you like, I don't fuck with her because she keeps taking this nigga back. Versus... Okay, my friend's making some dumbass decisions, but that's my that's my girl. So it's just like yeah. you may be a little stupid, but like you know, I have. I have the language. I, like I have friends, and I myself has been in situations where yeah. I've taken a nigga back that I had no business. Yeah, but you can still come talk to me and not have me like, wow, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you taking? Like I don't do none of that. Yeah, I let you talk. I say my piece. I support you, and I let you do what the fuck you want to do from there. Yeah. If I call you dumb, I'm not being judgy. I just think you're making a dumb decision. Yeah. Right. But see, I think it's good to know those who are among you because there's certain friends that you could say that to. Like you could say that, that to me, like, "Bitch, you being dumb," yeah. and I'm not going to necessarily <laughs> feel away about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then there's other friends where they're absolutely going to take offense to that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I think you got to know who you're talking to when you're talking. Yeah. But. I I have surrounded myself around people that know, because I have a deeper tone, I have a stern tone, and people, nine times out of ten, when something comes out of my mouth, like, before they know me, or before I have to explain, like, no, 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 my intention is never to harm, they have always thought, like, oh, you're, like, you're just being mean, you're just being an asshole, you're just being rude, and I'm like, and that's when I take myself back, like, whoa, that was never my intention, so now I've surrounded myself around people that know when I say things. Yeah. There is zero harm behind what I'm saying. Yeah. So that way my friends won't get it twisted because literally growing up, I mean, I could say something as simple. Everybody in the fry, in the car get fries and I went with a McChicken and they go, why? And I say, I think fries are fucking disgusting. You're just the bitch. And I'm like, I just said fries were fucking disgusting. I don't fucking like fries to this day. Like, <laughs> and I couldn't understand because I was also young, but I couldn't understand what I said wrong or what I did wrong other than I'm like, maybe the delivery was off. Yeah, maybe, I think that's probably what it is. Yeah, I'm like, maybe my delivery was off. That's all I could do as a kid at the time. And be mm-hmm. like, maybe I just said it wrong because I know, I know in my heart of heart, I wasn't being mean or quote unquote judging everybody for getting fries. I just don't like that. Yeah. And then, well, part of it was one of our friends was the little, um, I'm not going to call it a gaslighter, but she was like, she would gas things up like, oh, she said she would like fucking fries, like that's crack, like she was that type. So it would make what I said look a lot worse. I think you're just very like. Direct, blunt. Yes, because yeah. I'm the same way and people be looking at me like, why would you say that? But like, to me, yeah. I'm just. Be honest. Yeah, yeah I got people to be real. Like, <laughs> and to somebody else, they might be like, "Damn!" Like, I just feel like I've learned that some stuff is just better left unsaid. But I'm still working. On yeah, because intent, intent versus impact is a real thing, right? You don't intentionally mean to come off or sound or yeah. like it's harsh, but the impact is, you know, it's what it is. What it is. How you, mm-hmm. that person takes it is how they take it. Um, so that's why I said I think it's the language behind it. Like, I literally had to have a conversation with somebody, and I, you know prefaced it with like if anything that i say comes off unkind please stop me Mm -hmm. because i again i said this on the last show i don't know how to be anything other than who i am and speak the way that i speak but i think if you know the person that you're dealing with and you know like y'all have learned that 
although my tone can be abrasive, it's coming from a loving yes. place. Like I'm not like, mm-hmm. oh bitch, like, <laughs> oh, bitch. <laughs> like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like it's not that. You know what I mean? It's just like I need to especially if you're coming to and that's another thing. If you're coming to me and you're seeking advice, mm-hmm. know that with me I'm going to have questions because I need again, I need to understand in order for me to feel like I can properly advise. Right. So right, right. And you, yeah, you're a logical person, so you have to understand it. And we've gotten good with me and like, okay, do you just need to vent or you need solutions? <laughs> See, you know what I mean? So that's what that's what's trip like tripping me up because it's like, I feel like what you're saying I can always relate to, but then I'm missing the oh I needed to know because I'm logic. Like I yeah. know I'm a I'm a very I'm a realist because because for like emotional people, for me somebody can be like. This person came up to me and said, da, 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 da. And I'm thinking about how that affected you. Mm. So I'm like, fuck them. They hurt your feelings, blah, blah, blah. But then a person that's more logical and they really break down why they said it, then it makes more sense. See, so like, basically what I'm saying is Brandy and I both get to from A to B, but hers is a different process. And mm-hmm. mine doesn't go, oh, I'm questioning you because I need to know what your brain thought. I'm like, where's, why am I doing that? And I'm like, part of me is wondering, like, kind of what you said on the emotional side, but almost flip. Like, am I questioning because I want to know where your heart came from? Mm-hmm. I want to know where your intentions came from. Not necessarily, like, kind of how you explain, like, you know, I started out on this thought, then I went to that thought, then I went to that thought, and that's what came out of my mouth. Mine's like, wait, why do you feel that way? Yeah. Like, what's, where did it almost stem from, like, point blank period? Especially because, again, being the person that was always called, like, an asshole and blunt, like, I wanted people to know that mine never stems from me being an asshole. And I always still say what's on my mind, but I've learned, especially through therapy, to change my verbiage a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, to where it always, I'm always validating somebody's feelings, but letting them know that, you know, I may think differently. But I don't know what mine is. Like, you're able to identify, like, oh, here's why I'm asking why. I don't know why I ask people why. That happen. Like, if I'm like, oh, so why do you feel like you got to do that? Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know if I'm the people pleaser or fix it or help everybody. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is, but I'm like, huh. Yeah, like, I'm a solution-based person. So, like, and I've had to, like, pull back on that because not everybody's mm-hmm. looking for a solution. I think mm-hmm. I learned that most with Darielle. Right. Like, a lot of times she just needs to get it out. Mm-hmm. And so our conversations would be her getting out and I'd be like, okay, do you... Do you want me to give you something or you just need me to li- you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. because my mind immediately wants to like solve a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what I perceive to be a problem. So that's why I'm asking questions and I'm like, okay, well, maybe if you did A, B, and C, maybe you should try yes. D, E, and F. And I'm more yeah. of like, I'm going off of my feelings and I react first and I think later. So when I talk to Brandy, she breaks it down for me. She makes me think and then I'm able to like figure it out. I don't know. Yeah. Like there's just some type of like, Cause yeah. for me, missing piece for me that I don't have that. And, and see, I completely miss my emotions. Like <clears throat> I literally just had a conversation with my friend, and she had to call something out that my brain never even considered, and it was like an emotional thing. And like my other homegirl was like, "You really need to go to therapy because like you've had a lot of <laughs> but but she was like, you you've had a lot of changes in like the last six months that mm-hmm. are not necessarily great changes. Like it's and it's very quick. Mm-hmm. And again, until my friend brought it to my awareness, like, well, damn, friend, you lost this and this within a six month period. Are you okay? And then when she said it i'm like i don't know am i am i you know what i mean like and that's the thing like i was telling her i'm like 
I get so like wrapped up in making sure that everybody else is good mm-hmm. from like the logical standpoint that I miss my own emotions. So like I'm learning to like check in with myself and be like, okay, how did that make you feel? Mm-hmm. And then what I've kind of learned with people who tend to be a little bit more emotional, sometimes that first thought is misleading. Mm-hmm. So then it takes you down a rabbit hole to a place where it didn't need to go. Right. Because like I know sometimes when I'm when I'm being emotional, I'm offended. Right. Mm-hmm. And I have to stop myself like, well, wait, again, did the person mean to offend me? Why am I offended behind that? So, like, it's a lot of, like, internal conversation with myself. And I'm learning to, like, mm-hmm. check in with my emotions more because they do exist. Right. And that's mm-hmm. why a lot of the times when I when it comes to a head, I just blow up because I don't check in with my own emotions a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. So, like, now it's just like, OK, this happened. How did it make you feel now is what you're feeling a real feeling or is this like a misleading thing are you going to feel like this two hours from now or three hours from now like what's what's leading this right now is it a place of offense defense like what is it or like is this your true emotion behind it are you really disappointed are you really hurt or are you really happy about this so it's well just, i told you they teach you those steps in therapy so yeah. it's nice that you've been able to do that on your own i couldn't be i could not decipher that until I started therapy. Like, yes, like I said, there was times when I was a kid to be like, damn, did I really say something fucked up or not? Yeah. But again, being a kid, changing through hormones and all that stuff. Yes, I'm going, did did I say something to fuck them up? And I wish they would have just told me that in the place instead of saying, hey, I've been mad at you for four weeks, but I just mm-hmm. not told you. Like, now as an adult, I'm able to be like, okay, wait a minute, you just got pissed. What just happened? But I had to be taught that skill. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I know I'm not a logical thinker, but I, the only thing I know is that I'm a realist and just things have to be, have to appear as real as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I've always been like, same thing you said earlier. Like, if I fucking offended you, say it. Like, stop me in the moment and be like, damn, that was a little much. And I'd be like, damn, my bad. Like, I really did not mean to do that. Yeah. But I've also, like I said, trained myself to speak a little differently, but. Yeah. I don't know. I think I know. my harsh tone too comes off as judgment, but yeah, you're just just being me and stuff. <laughs> I tend to surround my people or surround myself around people that don't take offense because, mm-hmm. um, and this is in my next question: What type of people do you prefer to be around? And I think you kind of answered it, but you can yeah. elaborate if you want. But like for me, like I notice that a lot of my close friends are people that are like very similar to me mm-hmm. because people that are not I have to over explain myself and who I am and I don't like that mm-hmm. because the people that know me they get me like it really irritates me when people be like you're mean or you're rude or you're this or that and I just be like no I'm not and they be like yes you are and I'm like if you feel like I'm mean it's because I don't fuck with you like I just don't people that know me they know who I am to my core and that's because I've allowed them to be in Mm-hmm. in that space with me to where I'm vulnerable if you think I'm mean and or whatever the case may be it's because you don't know the real me yep and it's just like so I just appreciate that the people that I have around me are very like like-minded maybe not to a T but like for the most part and they really know me so I don't have to feel like I gotta put on a show yeah. or pretend to be something that I'm not yeah I agree pretty much everything like you said I pretty like you said I pretty much answered mine already is I just prefer people that 
make me feel safe in all aspects you know Mm -hmm. like that i can come to no matter who it is like i have to pick one person that i can only talk to everything about you know what i mean i have a like you said it's not necessarily a friend group because i don't really have one particular friend group that i kick it with Mm -hmm. i have multiple friends and stuff that i can every single one of them i can come to them on the same type of level and they would all give me the same response Mm -hmm. so um and then um destiny actually said something a while ago that has stuck with me since she said it. She probably said it two or three months ago and she was talking about on one of our particular friend groups. She said she something like she loves the idea that, or the fact that she can be around us and not get in the car immediately and run everything back in her head of what she just said. Like, damn, did I say, did I say this too much? Did mm-hmm. I say that too much? Are they judging me? Do they feel some type of way about me? Like, did I show up? Did I not show up? She's like, I'm happy that I can just literally physically show up exist and go home Mm -hmm. and i have to question every aspect about hanging out with somebody or what the interaction was and i was like that kind of stuck with me because i love this yeah oh she's great i just booked a lash appointment with her for my trip and i can't wait to catch up (laughs) um yeah i've actually known destiny for a while like literally since we were like 15 that's my dog crazy and i met I think I booked with her through you. And it's yeah. been some years. That's like I don't go as often now for my lashes, yeah. but like she know every time I'm about to go on a big trip, I'm booking with her. Booking lashes. <laughs> but yeah, she she came with the quote, and I agree with that. Like, le- basically leaving in peace, and like mm-hmm. like you walk out the door like damn, really fucking my people for real. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think that my core group of friends we are like-minded in ways where it counts um but i've think i've started on a path of where like i'm also trying to surround myself with people who think differently than i do mm-hmm. because i like and i think you guys know this about me i like to offer perspective i see a lot of different perspectives like even when you were talking about your friend destiny just now and i'm like yes it's great where you can just show up in a space exist and go home mm-hmm. but questioning yourself is that a you thing or is that the people that you're around right mm-hmm. because it, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the people that you are around like you could be dealing with something internally you know what i mean that we might want to discuss or you might want to consider before you just write these people off you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because it is like i think i think there's a healthiness to that too where like i can be around somebody and i go home and i think about not necessarily the things that she said like did i say this wrong or did i say this wrong or did i show up or was i president not that kind of stuff but like huh okay you gave me something to chew on Mm -hmm. you offer me a different perspective Mm -hmm. i think it's important to be around people who can offer a different perspective yeah and i still feel like you see me in my full self and I can show up as my full self. Right. So I agree. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. what, like I feel like every time me and my friends link up it's always a deep conversation. Which is good, <laughs> but it's always like this like you said, it's always this thing that make you think when you leave, like, damn, I've really been playing myself and they brought it to my attention. You know what I mean? That's so, what I love. Yeah, like I like, I like if nothing else like i feel like i want to be around people where we can dialogue and we can sometimes yeah. have these conversations yes. and i leave and i'm like i don't have I don't think that. about like that. this i have this yeah i have you guys for in the podcast and like i talk to my friends individually but i would love to have like i think i crave like a you i don't even know if i want to say unity but like yeah i want that type of environment where it's like 
people and we're just like talking and advising and encouraging and all these different things like I want that yeah I will say nine times out of ten at least for me it almost happens it happens every time unintentionally like, we will link up being like, we about to do a girls' night, do a little charcuterie board. And then by the end of the night, we all sitting on the couch like this with a little wine glass <laughs> yeah. all tapped in and stuff. So, I feel like... Maybe I just need to plan one myself. Well, I was going to say, I know that you've also discussed, like... And not that you can't do this with your friends, because I'm sure your friends could all meet up in one place. But then some of them may not feel like they can be as open because they're meeting somebody for the first time. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, it takes it takes time and it takes years, like to because a lot of my friend groups we were all meeting each other for the first time at one point because a mutual friends had come on, mm-hmm. but then somebody opened up, which made us open up, which mm-hmm. made them open up, but it took us a couple times being around each other to be like, okay, so I can tell them that like, you know, I had to clean up dog shit this morning and it, you know, and it, I was late, <laughs> so I didn't get to wash my hands and everybody knew, like just stupid shit like that. But it's like that. Every interaction that I've had, it was like I met them for the first time, and it took a little bit for me to be like, okay, you know, yeah, it's a little I give and take. A, I hate being the new person. Like, That's what I was going to say. It's not that I haven't had opportunities, but like I shy away because I don't <laughs> like being the new person. I was going to say that about you specifically. It's not that you're not capable of placing yourself in those environments. I just know when you me. get in those environments and you're meeting people for the first time, you're just straight going to be the one that's like, I'm just going to listen to everybody. I'm tea. very observant, yeah, too. You're just, and yeah. I have to read the room and yeah. I have to see, like, can I trust these people? Like, can I yeah. be myself? Can I be vulnerable? Like, right. and I'm just, is this just that fear of like being judged or. Yeah you know opening up to like the wrong people i just i cannot do it yeah I, it's so funny because i i had lunch with um two friends today and i think another thing that has worked well for me is that i've gained really great relationship with women who are older than me mm-hmm. like two of my other closest friends are both 40 and 40 about to be 42 mm-hmm. and so like we were having a conversation and one of my homegirls she was just like she was talking about something and she was like when I was 34, I was still like, I don't even think I had it figured out, right? And she was talking about somebody else. And in that moment, she didn't even realize like how much peace she gave me because here I am 34. And I'm just like, okay, I kind of got it figured out. I kind of know. <laughs> and I'm like, it made me hopeful for 40. I'm like, I'm going to really have my shit together. <laughs> like, I mean, there's going to be some other shit that I'm going to have to work on, but I'm going to have my shit together. Like, so I, I think that has been helpful. And then just like not being the person like I feel like there's spaces where I'm always the one offering advice Mm -hmm. so I've kind of made it a point to get in spaces where advice could be given to me Mm. or like I can learn something from someone else who has more experience than I do more life lessons than I do I think that Mm -hmm. has been helpful and like Darielle like I'm more observant so I'll enter a space and I'll dumb it down like if I and I also feel like if I don't have anything important to say then I'm not really if I don't if I don't feel like I can contribute to a conversation and a lot of times I am very observant Mm -hmm. and I just listen um it made me think about our girl talk event that we had years ago because we didn't know none of them people (laughs) but like outside of like the people who came in support of us like Mm -hmm. our friends but like we didn't know none of them women and like it was a very open space I wish we would have did did that again yeah felt comfortable to talk so like and then i'm also kind of getting to a place in my life where it's just like i don't care if you judging me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i i don't care if i say something and you go back and you tell somebody else like you know what i mean i'm kind of at that space now where it's like 
who gives a fuck? Who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah, did it. And that's a great place to be. <laughs> yeah. Because like I said, I can recall times where I'm like, eh, I ain't gonna say that on the podcast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to put myself out there like that. But like, what I've realized is like, we all are going through the same fucking thing. We mm-hmm. all have been through the mm-hmm. same things. Like, you're no better than I am. I'm no better than you are. Like, yeah. That's why when you said earlier, I'd be saying what I'd be saying. I just do. Fuck. And I remember when I joined this, I said, because this is the only place I think at the time that I felt like I could just be real open and honest no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I've always said that from like the day that I started, like, I don't care what it is. It's going to come out this mouth. It just yeah. is. And then other places people see me and I'm like, I'm in my little shell. But, you know. Yeah. Well, my last question would be. Have you guys ever cut anyone off because of the type of person they are or the lifestyle that they live? Yes. <laughs> um, unintentionally, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, as it pertains to like women and friend groups, unintentionally, yes. I think it just speaks to like you have certain friends that maybe you guys were younger um, and those friendships were established early and then you go in different directions and you just see that you guys are walking on two different paths and you don't necessarily mean to like go separate ways but Mm -hmm. it just kind of happens that way Um, I think that the friendships that I've had um, we've done a really good job of like growing together and then bringing in new friendships i think it's been a pretty good experience of like these people make me feel good like Mm -hmm. these are people that i would actually call friends um as it pertains to like niggas (laughs) i'm intentionally because some people (laughs) because like y'all like the way you move you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. yeah i would say i don't think i've necessarily cut people off based on like the type of life that they live but I have because I tend to give people chances but once I realize that I don't fuck with how you move like I base my things off of how you treat me and how you treat other people Mm -hmm. like if you're just a shitty person and you you know out here just fucking people over I'm not fucking with you now if you want to go strip on a weekend you know be a sex worker you know have five niggas I don't give a fuck do you honey i don't care i don't judge you i won't stop talking to you it is what it is but um i have learned though that some of my old friendships that have been a little rocky and that maybe i've thought about like rekindling and seeing if you know we can be where we used to be i realized that no like i've outgrown them they're you know they now i can separate like the things that you do versus where I'm going and it just doesn't align. Yeah. But I won't intentionally cut you off because it's like, you know, some other stuff has to transpire and then I realize like we're just not on the same path so maybe we don't need to be friends again. If that makes sense. How do you break up with a friend? I'll tell you. I can't even say because I treat my friendships how I treat my (laughs) relationships with niggas and you got about a thousand dollars before I cut you off. I actually don't. So I... My yes was to your first part of the question. So not their lifestyle, but the first thing that you asked, which was um, who they are as a person. So y'all hear me talk about it all the time. The girl that I met when I was 12 years old, cut Mm. her off when I was about 20, 21. And truth be told, and again, you don't realize it's being a child. 
she had always been the exact same way. Always the gas starter, the stir the pot, like, come mm-hmm. talk shit to you about everybody in the group, and then go to that same person and talk shit about you to everybody in the group, and it would turn everybody against each other, and it was this constant, like, between the five of us, it was this constant, like, somebody was mad at somebody no matter what all the time. It didn't matter. Um, so out of five of us, I mean, we probably only have three photos over the course of 15 years of all five of us together, because it would almost always be like, well, someone's still in here because she's mad. Or we just didn't get to link up. Like, somebody was at dance or basketball or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this one particular person, um, and now I feel like I don't feel no type of way about it because I did the cutoff for me and she actually reached out to me recently and we just had, like, a basically, like, a touch-based conversation if we still feel the same type of way, apologies, whatever. Um, and the older I get, I'm only interested in conversations that can accountability be held on both ends. And I feel like I said it to her. I said, I don't feel like if we sit down and have this conversation, it's going to be accountability on both ends. I think it's going to be a bunch of he said, she said, and defensive acts. And I'm not interested in that. So Mm -hmm. we can just leave it here. You apologize. I apologize still. And that's just what it's going to be Mm -hmm. for now. We can revisit later. But anyway, I was early 20s. um, And I think this was like the first. No, this was the second boyfriend I had ever had. So I dated somebody in high school, dated them for like four years, which of course she always had something to say about that. Um, I remember she didn't believe at the time we weren't having sex and she just didn't believe me. And I'm like, no, we're literally not like, that's not what we're interested in. And he was a nice little Christian man. Like he's the reason I got saved. Like love him to this day. That's my dog. Um, so then this was my second boyfriend ever. And I remember at the time, <laughs> mind you, we're early twenties. And she was dating somebody quite significantly younger than her, but then was trying to compare me and my current boyfriend, who was an adult man, to her and and this younger guy. She's like, you're just like jealous because... And I'm like, am I jealous of the teen? No. So that's, that's when I decided, okay, she's done this to me long enough. Yes, you heard the word teen. I just don't want to get too much into the business. <laughs> um... Uh, that's when I decided like this has been happening too long and like I'm at a different point in my life right now even with this person that I'm dating or like I'm just interested in moving forward like I don't want to play these petty games like this isn't some dude from high school that we're just going to play these little jokeful games with or like the same dude from the crew that we always grew up with like I'm like this is a different person from a completely different environment and I'm not about to taint everybody knew that comes in with it because that's when I had just started with the fashion show and all these things so it's like I was really doing good things for me that I wasn't going to allow to be tainted because I had this individual on my side, always in my ear, trying to tear me down. Mm -hmm. So basically, I just had the conversation. I don't remember how our conversation went now because that was like seven years ago. But I basically, if I can remember correctly, it was as simple as like, look, you've literally been throwing shade since we were kids. Oh, I remember what it was. She had told one of my friends like, like her business bad. Like, she had gone to her specifically to tell her, like, please do not tell anybody this. I just found out about this. I'm I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Da, 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 da. She came to my house, literally, I'm not kidding, as soon as she left and told me everything. And that was a big indicator. Like, I don't care how close we are. If she went to you specifically and said, please don't say anything, and it's that deep, like, I don't care that we had been friends for years. Like, I just had to... Mm-hmm. that was one thing and then the relationship thing and I basically I'm pretty sure I just told her like 
look, the way that you're moving is just not cohesive with what I got going on. Like, I know it's been 12 years, mm-hmm. but I just, I can't. Like, I really mm-hmm. can't. So I stopped talking to her. Um, one of, it was her cousin, but one of our mutual friends had passed. Um, and he was like a cousin to me. So I put everything aside and was just like, look, like, from a godly standpoint, like, you need us right now. Put that aside. And then I'm not kidding when I say a year later. <laughs> same scenario, different relationships. And I was like, okay, now I'm about like, I'm, I still was early 20s, but I was like, now I'm like, we're two years ahead. And I told you I cut you off for this reason. And you are quite literally still repeating the same aspects. So I haven't talked to her in four years. Like I'm cordial because I'm an adult. Like if I see her in freaking Walmart, Uh I'm like, hi, and keep it pushing. But I haven't talked to her in four years. And then saw her recently for my friend's little sister's baby shower and she ignored me and it shocked me i was like oh we always like be saying hello but okay the heck uh and so she reached out to me recently and i just reiterated everything again and was like i just want you to have some accountability here because i know where i'm fucked up and calling you names and being mad and emotional and pissed off i said but i haven't felt that way in four years uh-huh. like yes i think about you because that was like one of her questions i'm like of course i i grew up with you bro like what but am i dwelling on things no am i sitting on things no so to answer your question, you just have, you, I mean, this sounds mean, but you got to give it to him blunt, but not like in an asshole way. Just like, look, these are my boundaries. They're constantly being crossed. I've asked you not to cross them multiple times and you're still crossing them. I just can't. I can't for me. And if you have a good enough friend, that's not going to be like, fuck you. You're putting yourself first. They'll understand <laughs> and take that step back. Mm, but yeah. it's literally about being real. Like, look, I have asked you multiple times not to cross these boundaries. I would just say I think you ended the same way you would any a friendship relationship. No matter who you're dealing with, it's pretty much the same scenario, just different person. And yeah, everyone I cut off has been intentional. Everyone, because when you were saying earlier that like stuff has faded away, I don't look at that as a cut off. That's just kind of like. We went in different directions. Yeah. But like a cutoff to me is like I had that conversation with you. Yeah. And to me, everybody that I've cut off has been very, very intentional. Yeah. yeah. I had, um, was just thinking like the other day, like recently I was just saying how like, I appreciate that the people around me aren't like, or I was, I, I was trying, what am I trying to say? I was saying that I feel like the age we are now, it shouldn't be a like, oh, if I'm coming to you and I'm telling you something, you're going back. And I think the scenario I, I used was you're not going back and telling your boyfriend, but like this would be for other people too. Like, yes, we're friends and you may have other close friends, but like if I'm telling you something, especially something serious, you should not be calling all these other people and telling them what the fuck I said. Yeah. And I know, like, we are very guilty of, like, you know, we having a conversation with our girlfriends and we invent into our nigga or whatever the case may be. Our dude is there and he overhears something. Like, I feel like we're way beyond that. Like, whatever I tell you, do not go back and tell your man. He should not know my business and vice versa. Like, I just... And also, like, I think we're beyond the point of where, like, we're telling our friends everything, we're telling our boyfriend everything, and I feel like we've talked about this before, but I want to reiterate this, because we are too grown. Like, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, and I haven't done this before, I'm guilty of 
telling my friends every fucking thing that I've been through. But I've learned as I got older, like, there's just some, there has to be some boundary. And I want everybody to fucking learn that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know. You're not wrong. Anyways, that was my topic for the day. Are you the company you keep? And you guys can follow up with us and let us know what you think. And if you have any stories you want to share, any comments, questions, concerns. And, you know, make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Tell your friends and tell your friends. Yes, tell a friend and tell a friend. Post it on your stories. And we will see you guys next month. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I might not be here. I would love for y'all to still do something. I might not be here. It will be your turn. But we'll keep y'all updated. You won't hear from us one way or another next month in April. Period. Happy Easter. Eh. (laughs) Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye.